maybe one of these days when I'm actually like able to sit down and try and like act, like try and snipe one off of like when when the one gets restocked or something like that, then then maybe. <laughs> but you know, it's the it's it's the, it's the struggle. It's gonna get really bad now that we're uh, approaching the holiday, and more and more parents are gonna look at trying to snag one up. You know, scalping is gonna become a huge problem. Yeah. Well, more so than it already is. Which is why I think I'm just gonna wait until after the holidays. Yeah. And stuff like that. My brother, my brother got a PS5, and he's letting me borrow it to play like the only game I particularly want to play at the moment, which is the integrated stuff for FF7 remake. Have you been able to try uh, Ratchet and Clank at all? No, he said it's really good though. Yeah, what I want it for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, I know that feels. Yeah, the only thing I really have an interest in playing though is 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 Integrate at the moment. Like, obviously, when like God of War and all that stuff come out for it, or Horizon Forbidden West, event eventually when that happens. Yeah, uh, then I'll want to play it, but like the only like Ratchet and Clank yeah it'd be cool uh I still haven't technically finished the one on PS4 yet um I played it I mean for, I've never played that one so I played it for a stream and I thought it was pretty good so um and then there was uh what the there was Ratchet there was Ratchet and Clank then there was like Demon Souls I don't care to play Demon Souls uh, what other PS5? Is there is there any other like PS5 exclusive ones at the moment? Um, there was Godfall for a while, and then there's Returnal. Well, that was also on the Epic Game Store, and I don't care about it. Returnal was on the Epic Game Store. Uh, Godfall was. Oh. Okay. What was the other one you said? Uh, Returnal. Oh that, yeah, uh, that's the that's that's another one I want to play too. One. Yeah. Yeah. I've been watching somebody play that, and it looks. So good, honestly. It looks so much fun. Nice. I was like surprising because when I initially saw Returnal, I thought this was this looked like crap, and I'm just like, yeah. Moment where I'm proven wrong, I guess. It's a good thing. I love being proven <laughs> wrong in in situations yeah. like that. So, <sighs> well, I guess we should do an intro, shouldn't I? I suppose so. I'm ha I'm having kind of fun just talking about random shit. Oh, yeah. Which is what we did for the last podcast. I mean, hey, sure. it worked. It did work. And we can still do it after I'm done with the intro and stuff like that if we really want to. But okay. uh, I, I got to mention something. This is episode 52. Hey. This, this, is, this is the year. This is, this is, this is the year of, of That Just Gamer Talk. When I pitched this to you over a year ago, and, <laughs> funny enough, just because we skipped a few weeks. But... Uh, uh, I was like, man, if we get like five episodes out of this, that'd be fun. And here we are sitting at 52 and I'm going, wow. <laughs> it's been great. I love doing this podcast, honestly. It's really fun, honestly. Like I, I knew I'd love to do a podcast, but it's, it's, it's been more fun than I realized. But, the, but there's one yeah. thing that I've, I've noticed I've never gotten better at intros and outros. I've never gotten better at them. Still on the uh, still on the sheet. Or a bingo card. We need to make a new one. <laughs> we do need to make a new one. Then we got to update some stuff. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's because some of yeah. them were just like, "Yeah, you know, this is news, I guess, right now." So might as well throw but, it on there. 
for the next few weeks, just like hide a transparent like Don Cheadle, like really small in one of the corners. No, he he's he's the he's the guy in the middle that's the free space. <laughs> the constant overlooming threat. Exactly. And then just like make him a little ugly dude in in, in there as well. <laughs> or make him a bug looking guy. <laughs> I'll let you let your creative juices go there. <laughs> While we're doing the podcast, it, there's just a like let's play thing of a PNG of Don Cheadle playing bug dumb. <laughs> Yep. Yep. All right. Well, intro. Let's go. Bod Bing. All right. Hello, and welcome to another episode of That's Just Gamer Talk, episode number 52. Wild. Uh, yep. But yeah, Crazy. I am I am the gamer once before. Joined with me, as always, is Tom Cruise can't lose. Yeah. Hey. It was just, it's a, it's a wild day and stuff like that. And it's been... Been, it's been a while. I, I realized this five minutes before we went live that this is episode 52. <laughs> as, uh, as you can clearly tell. And I, I'm gonna, yeah. and I also, the other day, for whatever the fuck reason, I went back and I rewatched or I re listened to our first episode of, the, of this podcast, just mm-hmm. anticipating 52 was coming up. And, uh, wow. Boy, that was wild. <laughs> that was a. It's always that trope of like podcasts when you listen to a podcast, don't ever listen to like the first 10 episodes of a podcast. Like, cause they're just, you're trying to figure out how this is going to work and stuff like that. Especially for us. Like, this is our first time we ever did like a podcast or anything like that, that we're still trying yeah. to like figure it out and stuff like that. And I feel like after probably about episode 12, we might have started rolling and stuff like oh that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it's just like, man. Look at how crunchy that is. Oh yeah, and then I and then I went through like I had a really bad mic at the time, and and then there was uh all that. So, I mean, at the time I was still using my headset. I think that's true. That's true. I think you told me after one of the po- after one of the podcasts, you listened back to it and you said, "Man, my audio is crunchy and stuff like that." And then you went out and got a mic. Yeah, it's it still isn't great. So it I'm honestly about to go get it new, sounds, another new one now. It sounds fine to me, honestly. Okay. It was like my last one. I was like, oh, I could have kept using that one, but I wanted this thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> audio and stuff like that. I want that thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Recently, I've been thinking about getting uh, one of the, the uh, stream decks or whatever, the one where you can just like push all your buttons and have your buttons uh, like sound effects or yeah. whatever and stuff like that. Because currently, I do have a soundboard, but it's in my keyboard uh, on OBS. And yeah. uh, I don't know which buttons are which. I don't have that programmed into my head yet. Uh, so I always have to look at it. And I was just like, well, this is n- the whole point of the comedy is now gone. <laughs> you, sh- uh, you should do a thing where during the stream, you can have like members of uh, chat uh, play sound effects. I, of, I do. I do have that. I, I do have okay. that. There is a there's a thing. I, I turn it off when we have the podcast live. But uh, there is a thing. There is a. Sound alerts. It's a it's a Twitch extension or whatever you can use. Uh, I think I have channel points you can use to uh, make sounds on the on the stream. Nice. So, there's one thing I was like I didn't necessarily want to do, and I'll probably and I'll turn it off for games I really want to play and be immersed into the story probably. But if I'm just like, oh, I see them now. Okay. Yeah. If you if you click on them, nothing will happen because I don't have the overlay on them. At least I think. Gotcha. <laughs> so. Let's test it out. Oh man, we're testing it. Bank is, fart, here we come. This is great for a 
podcast. Am I right? Yep. Yeah. Nothing. Yep. Nothing happened. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, but yeah. So there's there's been a lot of a lot of good things and stuff like that, and uh, I have no idea. I want to do more stuff with with that's just gamer talk. Like I've talked, I've, I've talked. I think I've talked about it to you, or I've I've, ta- I've told myself I wanted to do more stuff. Whether it's yeah bonus stuff where we we can either talk about reviewing games and stuff like that, maybe as bonus content, or maybe as the week thing if we don't have any um extra things, or if it's other things i i i'm still unsure of what i wanted to do with it but that that was something that came to my mind so if you have any uh uh ideas or anything uh you know, spoon let me know podcast what spoon podcast spoon podcast is that what you said yeah i, I mean, mean you we... said there was a whole like three episodes where on the yeah. ah podcast they talked about spoons yeah, on the RT podcast, there was uh, there was like four episodes where Gavin was trying to explain to uh, Gus and Barbara and stuff like that, like that what is a what is a tr- like a normal spoon and stuff like that, and they all thought it was a, a, a teaspoon, and I'm like, you're freaking nuts! It's a tablespoon. There's a reason it's called yeah. tablespoon because it goes on the table. <laughs> That's the standard spoon. <laughs> Oh, there was that. There was the whole two two lasagnas, one lasagna thing, where if you stack lasagnas on top of each other, does it make it one lasagna or two lasagnas? That was like three episodes right there. It makes it two. It makes it one lasagna. You're fucking wild. No, it's it's correct. No, because you're just adding. No, it's it's (laughs) one lasagna. If you stack two lasagnas on top of one lasagna, it's two (laughs) lasagnas still. No, it becomes a singular because you're adding to the stack. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> it's two lasagnas. It's two lasagnas. And you can't... Nope, it's, it's, it's two... a big lasagna. It's two lasagnas, and you can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> now we're just using uh, we're just using content from the RT podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> For our podcast, old old ones too. That was like that was months ago that that was happening. <laughs> At this point, so, what conclusion did they come to? Uh, there there now. was no conclusion. There was just a lot of arguing. Okay, I'm just <laughs> right then. We can move on. Look, in our realities, we're both right, but in reality, we know there's only one right thing, and we all know what that right thing is. <laughs> Right? Right. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, tell, let, let's do something that's not recycled from a different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> as much as I love to just talk about this kind of stuff, uh, there's, some, uh, there's some stuff here that's going on. It was kind of a slower yeah. week, but uh, for the most part, uh, there, was, there was a few things that uh, I thought were kind of interesting. One of them... Uh, was that an indie dev recently? I think it was yesterday. This uh, the the new the uh, article came out, but I think the tweet's a little older than that. At this point, uh, there was a fee- or well, there was a dev named uh, Jake Friend. That's his uh, Twitter name. Um, mm-hmm. said he got approached by a publishing company uh, for about half a million dollars, and he turned it down. Uh, 
because they uh, they wanted to publish this game because it it was uh, what he called his predatory um, offering and stuff like that. Basically, it was not going to be good for him to take this uh, offer. So, and I think you said before when I was just kind of going over the agenda with you is like this is not uncommon for especially small indie devs. He's a single de- uh, he's a single uh, dev by the way. He, he's making this game all him all himself wanted to point that out yeah so uh, so like this is not uncommon in the uh triple a games industry especially uh we saw it happen recently where um part of the initial like amazon gaming contract got released that basically says like yeah if you're making your own independent product under amazon then we can license it we can it becomes our ip essentially you can't work with anything that's not like amazon related or with that uh, with people that aren't like Amazon employees, hmm. like if you're making stuff under our roof, it's our stuff. It it, it is kind of like that, and uh, like we learned very quickly from like other de- other devs, like this is very common throughout like different different companies, like uh, Activision, Ubisoft. Uh, all of them have these uh, sorts of agreements that you need to sign on to if you're going to work with that company and they're very predatory because essentially nothing that you make even if it's your own thing really belongs to you it belongs to the bigger like corporation that you now work for which mm-hmm. is kind of scary and extremely shitty yeah which is something he kind of explains because he doesn't say exactly who the publishing company was he wanted to keep that anonymous uh yeah as to not just slander a publishing company um just fair uh so basically his contract i'm kind of reading this as a go would have put him basically like you said the ip doesn't will no longer really belong to him it would and stuff like that they would basically take control of the ip um as well as they said that they would finish making the dev or making the game for him um which means that he would also be taken off the project so he wouldn't even be able to finish his game that he made uh, under this contract and stuff like that, which is pretty Jeez. wild to think about. Um, yeah. Uh, and then I'm just kind of going off what his thing here was. Um, so there was also, I think, I think he was, oh yeah, so uh, the publishing company would take a 100-0 split in favor of the publisher until the game sold 24,000 copies, uh, which would be approximately... A uh, quarter of a million dollars uh, is is what Jeez. he figured, uh, along with his lawyer that he had go over the contract with him. Um, so that he wouldn't see any of that, by the way. Um, it, it's just like, I, it's really it's really interesting that like they can just like take all the money, but it's like, oh, but you're getting paid half a million and stuff like that. But in the end, if it doesn't reach those sales, he never sees any more any bit of it and stuff like that. And he and then he talks about how he'd actually have to pay the difference, um, eventually if it wouldn't Better. reach that thing. Yeah, no, that was also a part of it as well. Um, he well, there was there was more stuff like that. Um, can't find it and everything like that. So. Basically, he talks about how he, if if potentially his game does flop, that he doesn't even get to finish, that he would be basically in debt forever for this game. That's crazy. Yeah. 
and I, again, I'm just kind of paraphrasing a lot of this because we could just, it's a lot here. Um, I get you. Then, uh, then there was also like, mm -hmm. oh, that, the, yeah, like I said, the IP would be basically be toward the uh, publisher that eventually he would slowly work his way back as the, as it may, as the, Money is like more copies sold, which is interesting to think about. Yeah. Um. He when when said he voiced heavy concerns back to the publisher for it. They said they were surprised that he was uh, uh, just had issues with the contract. I guess so. It's like I guess they never really had any sort of pushback on it. I guess. Is the, yeah, is the idea of it. Um, like but, I said, it's been very common in the industry thus far, at least. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was other people that were also on top of this that were talking about other devs that were talking about how uh, others, other things that they had. There was one person that said they were uh, had to sign an NDA that granted company permission to conduct regular searches through the premises to make sure that any compliance at any time over the next five years. And I'm just like, wow. <laughs> just any time uh, they want to just go search the, your, the, your place, basically, just to make sure you're doing your job. Geez. Yeah. Did not sign that, he said. But that yeah. was one thing that he... Uh, was it uh, Paul Erith? That's not right. E-H-R-E-T-H. Uh, -E However you want to say that. Right. Um, there was another another uh, dev that would also was talked about how the publisher would own 50% of the IP and that he would retain 50% uh, so indie developer was named Ben Cross uh, that sound, that, comparatively that sounds really good actually yes but here's the thing so he was only able to work with that publishing company at, all, at any time, even if it wasn't for just this game if he ever wanted to make another game and publish it through a different company he would lose his 50% of, of his IP then. So, yeah. Okay. And stuff like that. So that's interest. That's interesting and stuff like that. Um, there was later a, uh, what was Jonathan Blow was, was talking about how there, the reason these contracts exist is because so many indie devs are bad at business and just sign them without really reading the, the, uh, fine prints and stuff like that which makes sense uh yeah and then they're basically saying oh you, you were shocked that you wouldn't sign terms is probably a lie by the by the publisher it's just because they, they know how bad the terms are but they're just trying to play it dumb and i'm like i guess i could see that depending on who you're talking about but i don't know yeah very it's very interesting um so I mean, there, there's I can't find there's anymore, a but there's a, a somewhat happy ending to this story. Like if you really think about it, because um, I mentioned to you this uh, before the stream actually started, but the company I mentioned earlier, uh, Amazon, that had this uh, same sort of predatory practice for employees making their own games, they actually uh, com recently dropped that completely, saying these things were age old and they didn't realize how bad they were. You know, typical like. 
biz, business industry guff that's typical big business stuff I'm probably a lie but yeah, yeah. you know like uh, if we it does show that if we speak about this stuff enough like it they might have uh, they could eventually fix it so speaking oh, up, up about this stuff is always it's always good Especially Absolutely. when you consider a lot of these companies don't really see the uh, controversy as worth it for something as minuscule as this. Yeah, I, I, I it's very interesting because you know you'd always like to think that signing with a publisher is a good idea, especially when you're a solo indie indie stuff and like that. And you're like, oh, you're offered half a million dollars, and you think, oh, that's great, and then you read the finer print and you go wow, this is so not in my favor and stuff like that. And like yep. you said, that as you continue to, as, as we continue to talk about this, you know, maybe things will get better and stuff like that. Maybe contracts will get more, get better for, for the, for the developer and stuff like that. Um, which is obviously what they would want. Cause yeah, publishing a game is not cheap. No. Um, especially when you're a solo dev like this, like this is a labor of love and stuff like that. I think the biggest thing with that I feel like Jake Friend had a problem with was that he wouldn't actually get to finish his game that he's making. And I'm just like, yeah, uh, when you're probably doing this and thinking that, oh, I don't know how well it'll sell and stuff like that, then you're just like, I want to finish it. It's it's my game. It's my vision. It's what I wanted to do. Mm Mm-hmm. And so. and when you're not allowed to actually like continue working on it and bring it up to the point where you're happy with it, then that's obviously a big problem. Yeah, because at that point you're not happy with the. Even if you're like disappointed with the sales, you're happy with the game itself because at the end of the day, it's your game. And if this game like doesn't sell well, then you're disappointed on both fronts because you lost your game. You weren't able to finish it it's not really your product anymore and it didn't do well and it left you in debt it left you with a bunch of debt it's mm-hmm. a lose-lose situation you're being put in yep yep absolutely um they kind of outlined some what people would consider like a good uh contract and stuff like that as opposed to this mm-hmm. so like here's like things that any devs would want basically, and it would be a good contract. Usually uh, allows the developer to retain its IP rights, which makes sense. It's your game. You'd want to keep the rights to your game. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, And it would basically pay out over uh, a lifespan of the game. Basically it's like, once you hit a certain milestone, you'll get a big, you'll get a payout and stuff like that as you go along, along with your, uh, or at least a good chunk of your cost for making the game. Um, I'm trying to think of the uh, reimburse basically. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like what they outlined is one of the better ones and stuff like that. Um, or, and then uh later revenue split after it reaches a milestone would be like 1640 for the publisher uh, as sales continue until it reaches another milestone where it goes 6040 in favor of the developer. Honestly, that doesn't sound too bad to me. Yep. It's, not great, but you know it's it, it comparatively it's amazing. Yeah, compared so comparative to this. Yeah, which I agree. 
I know. <clears throat> I I just thought because this is stuff you don't normally see, uh, from the gamers gamers perspective. We don't usually get to see this kind of stuff because we're not supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Um. So when it, whenever I see stuff like this, I always ask myself, well, was it good contract, bad contract? And clearly, it was not a good contract that he turned that he turned down. Um. But I'm gonna tell you, man, when you when you see that when you when you see like. That half a million thing, and you're just like, "Ooh, that's a lot of money." Yeah, so I, I'm I'm glad that he took the extra effort, even even going so far as to hire a lawyer to help look through it, uh, and go, "Yeah, this ain't great." <laughs> so we need to we need to look into that again. Um, yeah. Uh, what was the, the the games here? Uh, the game that he's making is Grabdackle. I don't know. It's a, it's an inch. It's a definitely a very indie looking game that kind of is like a drawn out one, uh, one by Kickstarter Grab a as well. Grabadackle. Yep. Okay. So it kind of looks interesting. Yeah. Very much like a hand drawn, like kind of flash and stuff like that. It looks pretty decent though. Yeah. Fact, the fact is that they, that whoever this publishing company was, thought it was good enough to invest half a million dollars in, even if it means that and and thinks it's going to sell like 24,000 copies or something like that. Well, shit. Okay. So, hey, that's, an, that's interesting. I, 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 I can only assume it's part of the uh, they're, ba- they're backing those numbers because it, uh, it's a Kickstarter game. Yeah. If I had to guess. So. Yeah. That was... That was just something interesting I just saw on the last moment. I was just like, ooh, that's kind of interesting. Like I said, we don't get to see this side too often. Kickstarter is over and, uh, and 185% funded. Good for yeah. Jake Front. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good to see, honestly. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Anything else you got to say about that or should we move not, on there? Not really. Huh? I. I, I hope uh, I hope he, I hope the the Skedackle, uh you know find success. Considering that it's backed as well as it is on Kickstarter, I would assume it will. There's a demo for uh, available on Etch if anyone does want to go and try it. I did I did see that. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, then I guess earlier today they had a Pokemon Presents, which I didn't know was a thing. I I didn't see anything about it. Usually I see tweet or something like that uh usually usually gets a, a thing on ghost discord which maybe he hasn't even seen this at all <laughs> yeah, yeah he's got he's got uh intervening here he's like oh my god you're talking yeah. about pokemon <laughs> well for anyone just listening you know there god's just trying to get into alex's apartment there and say what's up so yeah he's really excited about pokemon and charizard okay. Very, very excited. Do you, okay, qu- quick question for you. Do you think Charizard mm-hmm. is an overrated Pokemon? Mm. To an extent, kind of. I think he's an overused one. I think there are better, you know, better Pokemon and stuff like that, or at least better or equally as, as uh, impressively designed as, as Charizard. Yeah. God's uh really really wants to say something there. 
<laughs> it looks completely normal in my room. There's <laughs> no flash. It's actually quite dark in here. But then you look at the camera and then that's happening. <laughs> I... Look, he's trying he's trying to tell you something. Okay. <laughs> very cool. That's very cool of him. Yeah. Anyway, so uh for the one uh, game they uh, really highlighted on was uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, which is the uh, which people called the Breath of the Wild of Pokemon games, which, to be honest with you, doesn't look necessarily like a bad comparison. Um, yeah, necessarily. So. so it's very interesting, but we got a better look at what that entails. And I'll, and I'll say this right now: my when we when I, we saw that first trailer for Arceus, I wasn't I wasn't sold. I was just like. It looks interesting. Don't know if I care enough and stuff like that. They had a, I think you said there was like an 11 minute gameplay thing or whatever they showed off. Didn't really watch that Oops. yet. I'm not sure if I will, but of like the three minute, like little trailer that they put out, honestly looks more interesting than I would have anticipated. So yeah, guess, I guess that's a good thing. Uh, but it's said to release January 28th and next year, I guess. Guess couldn't make it in time for that, uh, for for that uh holiday. Yeah, it's fair. I, I mean, mean, it's it's it's, 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 mean, Poke, it's Pokemon. Do they really need to hit the thing? It's still gonna sell well, even oh, if absolutely. parents like buy get like a pre order and they just like throw a the receipt in a box or whatever. Oh yeah, it's still gonna yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I and it also might just be not to step on the toes of the uh, Diamond and Pearl remakes, which is supposed to be out November nineteenth. Mm-hmm. There's that possibility, um, but yeah, it, it's pretty much what you'd expect of a of a RCS game. You're part of the this ex, uh, they call it the Galaxy Expedition Team, and your job is to go out in the wild and complete your Pokedex. I don't know if there's any more story beyond that. To be honest with you, I'm, hope, I'm hoping there's more to it than that. It se- it seems like there is, but I I couldn't tell. Yeah. They they gave no I no uh what. Uh, they didn't really give a good idea of what that is. Um, and, and to be honest with you, I thought it was just going to be like, you know, open world Pokemon and stuff like that. You can throw Pokeballs at Pokemon and stuff like that. But apparently for the stronger Pokemon, you'll still have to battle like the more traditional style where it's, you know, the classic turn-based stuff with Pokemon. So that's kind of interesting as well. Yeah. So there's actually reason to catch and train up Pokemon and stuff like that. So, hey, that's cool. So in the in this Kotaku article, they talk about how it feels more Monster Hunter esque rather than Breath of the Wild stuff, which I guess I get because they were talking about how you're gonna basically get missions from villages to like catch either a specific Pokemon or um, deal with something like that. And I was just like, oh, it's kind of interesting, I guess. So it's yeah. like they give you objectives to do rather than just go out and do whatever the hell you want. Uh, I'm sure you could do that, but there's also like missions you can do, which I'm sure, assuming give rewards. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, whatever. So the the three starters for this one, I mean, uh, going with well, the mix, going with the mix and match of the of the starters are Rowlet, Cyndaquil, and Oshawott. Those are the, those are going to be your choice of starters. What on earth is a Rowlet? Uh, that's from Pokemon Sun and Moon. 
like a owl, That's... like leaf owl thing. It says here it's a city in Texas. <laughs> I mean, oh, it might, yeah, it I might be that it. too. Yeah. I, I remember this guy. I just call him Frank. <laughs> Why do you call him Frank? He looks like a Frank. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from me? What? Uh, what? You can't just blindside me with that. What? Do you, what, what? Why does he look like a Ralph or a Frank? Yeah, I, Ralph. I said his name is Frank. Not yeah, Ralph. I don't know why I was thinking Ralph all of a sudden. Also, he can never evolve. His evolutions are such a downgrade from his initial form. I mean, that's like all the starters, though. I feel like. Yeah. I. I mean, I don't want big, edgy Frank. I want small, round Frank. <laughs> Look, all I'm going to say here is Cyndaquil is, is number one. So it's, so it's Frank, Cyndaquil, and what's, what was the last one? Oshawott. Oshawott. Like the seal with like the shell in the front of, um, on his belly. I don't know. That one's from, oh, uh, black, yeah, that's I from remember. black and white. <laughs> yeah. I remember this thing. This thing is stupid. Okay. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> all, all Oshawa lovers just just destroy Tom Cruise can't lose. Just just I mean his evolutions are him. cool. <laughs> okay, when I look at Oshawott, I look at a Pokemon that I can't name Frank. I would name this thing like Phil or something. You you could absolutely name any of these Pokemon Frank. You could name your entire team Frank. Frank. Or Rank. Well now you've given me the idea. <laughs> Look, just call him the Frank 1, Frank 2, Frank 3, Frank 4. You know, and just Can, go all uh, the way up. Unlike in previous Pokemon games, do they say are if you're going to be able to catch these Pokemon in the wild? I believe, like, all Pokemon you can catch in the wild. Uh, okay, so that's good. It's always a problem I've had with, like, previous Pokemon games where, like... Oh, yeah, with uh, other like, starters. Do you want just, like... Do you want just, like, Bulbasaur, uh... Squirtle, or I can't believe I can't, forgot his name, uh, or Charmander. And it's like, <laughs> well, I want all three. And it's like, yeah, in later games, you can like trade or whatever, but it's like, I want to just be able to, you know, catch all three. Yeah. It's like, where did where did the professor get these Pokemon from if they're not out in the wild somewhere? Yeah, right. Are these one of a kind Pokemon that he's giving me? Like, wow. <laughs> yeah, I, f I feel that though. Uh, there was a, what was it? Uh, I remember what well, was. Pokemon Silver, I think I was. I, I always went over to my neighbor whenever a new Pokemon came out, and it, and we always did. We always started like one person always started new games, so that the other person could get all the Pokemon. So we traded all like two sets of all the starters, basically, so I could trade a set back to him. So that way we'd all we'd always have the starters uh, for yeah, yeah for every Pokemon game. That was good. Because we knew we could never find we could never find them. Was it Hoenn where they put this like weird ass like Mirage Island or something like that where you could catch like the starters? I think it was. Yeah. But, like the chance of getting Mirage Island was so low that it wasn't even worth going for. <sighs> I remember that. That was like, and it was only like available for an hour. Oh man. Okay, I can f I can fuck with Oshawott. I I I could if he wasn't a Pokemon, <laughs> like if he was a stuffed animal. 
I mean, like, you, I feel you like could, I would you use could probably guy. get plushies of Oshawott is what I'm trying to say here. Okay. <laughs> like, if in-game, instead of using them as a Pokemon, if I could just, like, have them on, the, on my back as a backpack, that'd be awesome. Dude, remember in, like, the TV series, Ash, when Ash would, would have Cyndaquil? Cyndaquil would always be riding on his shoulder and stuff like that. That was the best. Yeah. That's why I was like, I'd never want Cyndaquil to level up, or to evolve if if I if Pokemon were real. I would just walk around with Cyndaquil on my shoulder at all time. Well, the Pokemon anime does, like, ridiculous shit. Like, didn't put Ash hold, like, a Pokemon that was made of lava at one point? Did he and really? he held this other one that was apparently, like, over, like, 500 kilograms or some, <laughs> uh, some like, ridiculous shit. Oh. It's like, I feel like in reality, holding a Cyndaquil would be, like, super painful. Cause he, cause, like he has fire like shooting out of his back. Like all you need to do is but, lean back, but not then, at all. Like, but not at all times. Pain. I'm pretty sure it's at all times. Mm. Really? No, he can turn it off. Yeah, he can turn. He's it off. not like Charmander. Yeah, okay. he's not like Charmander, where his tail's always on, and it's like, and and you know, it's really funny because the instant that Charmander is introduced in the anime, uh, it's like said that if his if the flame on his tail ever goes out, he fucking dies. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, that's lovely. And it's just like the first, and then it's like, oh, you know, it's the whole, th- the whole like uh, thing with like uh, when they when he first meets Charmander because he's like sitting out in the rain waiting for the trainer that was never going to come back to get him. Yeah. And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Deep moments, man. And remember when Is we he... all thought that was a cartoon? <laughs> yep. <laughs> What's what's you the, know, I would say I would say the, the po- same thing about Cyndaquil if fucking Typhlosion wasn't so cool. Like it's true. getting over the awesome. uh, over that's just giving over the design. His name is Typhlosion. I, I have the same reaction to that name as I did Exploder Dragon from Yu-Gi-Oh. It's like <laughs> that's almost too manly. And all right. Anyway, what, what were you going to say? I cut you off there. Uh, I forget. Oh, Damn it, was, it. it was no, it was like the What's the Pokemon where it's like they're basically souls of dead children or something? Is that Ghastly? Like, if you if you ever like read some of the Pokedex like entries and stuff like that and realized just how fucked up it is, dead child Pokemon. Let's see. Like I feel Phantump. I feel I think it's like Ghastly or something like that. Or it says here it's Phantump. Oh, here. When is this one again? Is this like the, like the weird like uh, bark Pokemon or whatever? It's like a tree or a stump or something like that. Yeah. Yup. That's it. Oh my god! This image. I I'm gonna tell you I, I'm gonna tell you right now. What the hell is that? Oh my god! That's terrifying. Phantom <laughs> is created when a spirit possesses a tree stump that's said to be a spirit of a child who became lost in the forest and died. Po- this Pokemon cries sound like the voice of a child or eerie screams. People have become lost following the voice, but Phantom is attempting to make friends. Oh, good for him. Children's game, remember. It's, it's children's yeah. game. <laughs> Pokemon takes on a whole new meaning when you're an adult. <laughs> it's wild. It, it's a time. Yeah. Oh man. 
So yeah, there's some really like really interesting Poke Pokedex um things and stuff like that. Usually you just kind of like skip through it because you're just like, oh right, new Pokemon and stuff like that, and you never actually like read the whole thing about it. But it's like a lot of the ghost Pokemon are just like, oh yeah, this is like a dead shit, like a dead kid or something like that. This is like a wailing spirit or something like that. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Remember when Pokemon were supposed to be like aliens? what oh yeah, yeah i do, you remember do remember that, remember that with, like now. the clefairy and then they get on like the rocket and fly to the moon yeah that's right <laughs> pokemon is it's, it's gone off the rails and that was like season one <laughs> like that was season one where they were supposed to be aliens yeah then, the, then we have mewtwo that's like a clone of like an alien god thing well, I thought, oh, well, man. yeah, he's that because he's he's based off of Mew, but he's also like, isn't he also like he's half of Mew and then he's like a dead chick, like a dead kid or something like that. Yeah, it, it's 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 wild. Like Mewtwo lore. I was talking to Nick the other day about just like how like what what Pokemon the first movie didn't show to the American audience and stuff like that, and that you could find yeah. the Japanese versions of it. And it's like. Mewtwo in the American one just kind of went crazy after he realized people were just using him for entertainment, basically. And then he went berserk and stuff like that and killed all the scientists. In the Japanese one, there's like this hospital little girl that has like cancer and stuff like that. And she's basically going to die. Uh, she ends up dying. And Mewtwo blames the doctors for not being able to save her and goes berserk and kills them all. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh,. <laughs> Pokemon, Pokemon is a whole new thing when you when you realize uh, what the hell is going on. According to scientific logs found in the Pokemon Mansion of Cinnabar Island, he was born from a pregnant Mew found deep in the jungles of Guyana. Guyana. It just says. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it means Giratina. Uh, Guyana, a location in South America in the Pokemon world, is known to be oh. the habitat of Mew, and is based off the real-world location. Uh, let's see. Whose embryo has been tampered with to alter its DNA. It was held and studied in the mansion, where scientists performed horrific gene-splicing experiments that made it into a vicious and extremely powerful creature. It eventually broke free, destroying it in the process, and fled. And can... And it can be encountered in this Cerulean cave accessible to only only after a trainer has proven his or her skill at the Indigo Plateau. Yeah. Okay. Pokemon's got some interesting lore behind it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, boy, as a kid, you just look and you go like, oh, really cool creatures and stuff like that. As an adult, you're like, yeah, this thing like murdered like a bunch of scientists and stuff like that. And I'm just like, but we all like praise him as like the good guy and stuff like that, even though he's a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, it's it's wild. Do you think they'll put that in Arceus where if you get lost in the woods, you'll end up as as a Pokemon and the game's, and the game's over? Ghost. Yeah. And the game the, and the game just ends. Like it game over, and you can start, start, start over. <laughs> oh man! Oh. You died after getting lost in the woods. Your soul is now wandering, looking for a dead stump to possess. Start the game over again. Look, when you're dead, you're dead. 
<laughs> you even try to like start a new game and stuff like that and it's like no you're just dead you, you can't yeah. <laughs> oh man imagine that <laughs> like hardcore pokemon hard, hardcore pokemon kind of like a hardcore uh, minecraft or whatever you die the it's over you can't ever come back <laughs> oh man so yeah, I don't know. There wasn't much to show about RCS, but it looks more interesting than I would have I would have given it credit for. I'll I'll say that. Yeah. Still don't know if I'll get it, but I might see what people think about it before I decide to go get it and stuff like that. I'll tell you what I'm not sleeping on, Diamond Pearl remakes. That was like the last games I actually like last Pokemon games I actually like really enjoyed before Sword and Shield came out. Because I was like, I played Black and White. I even think I played Black and White 2. I don't even think I ever finished Black and White 2. I, s I got like 30 minutes into like Black, I think. And then I just kind of Oh yeah, I, I finished I Black and I was just, I think I finished Black and I was just like, this is dumb. I should not play this. <laughs> so I just, I, I beat it and I put it down and I don't think I ever picked it back up. I mean, I remember as a kid when I had Heart Gold, I played all the way through that. I fucking love that game. So the fact that we're getting another remake is awesome. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Heart. I still believe Heart Gold and Soul Silver are like the best remakes of Pokemon games. Like, I just, I just think that that was the best that they could that I could have gotten. Completely agree. I hope, I hope it's like that. I haven't seen much for Diamond and Pearl because I'm, I know I'm gonna get them regardless. Like everyone's, yeah. I remember when they first showed off the screenshots. Everyone was just like, "Oh, it looks so ugly," and I'm just like, "It looks fine." <laughs> One of those things okay, that I don't, I, I don't know if if anything will ever satisfy people anymore. Like it's just one of those things. Oh man. Wait, what's wrong with it? I don't know. People were just like, "It's blocky. It's chunky. I don't understand it." And I'm just like. It, it looks the old like game the, was fucking chunky. Yeah, it was like it looks like the old game, but 3D ish. What's wrong with that? Yeah, I I don't get it. I actually think it looks kind of adorable. That looks weird. Okay, I'll give them this. This 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 looks weird. Oh, the Cynthia? only just a little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw that today. Man, they, they they did my girl Cynthia. They did her wrong. No, if that, yeah. that's that's a little fucked. But no, we'll live with it. <laughs> we'll live with it. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Oh yeah, that's about what I got for for that. It wasn't it wasn't a whole lot. I just it's just one of those things that I I feel like everything under under Nintendo is just under a scrutiny and stuff like that and i'm just like what like uh, people love to criticize nintendo for nothing pretty much like i more than any other I, developer it seems like it, it i really don't is. want i don't want to be like a negative nelly but it seems like especially with nintendo there seems to be a lot less to complain about and then and yet everyone's complaining about it like everyone has an issue with the new smash reveal everyone has an issue with the yeah. new games that they're releasing Remember, especially with the uh, new Metroid game, uh, Metroid Dread, it, uh, Dread. Mm -hmm. all that, I was like, going back, I actually think that game looks fucking fire, because we haven't had, like, another, 
like a 2D Metroid in so long, and for a game that's been like teased for like the longest time, I think it was like in the it was a no, the first time wasn't in Prime. It was in a, a like a DS Metroid game or whatever. But yeah, and everyone's complaining about it. Like it's sixty dollars for a two two D game. Like, like bitch, please. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, please. Some, like, uh, of, the be- some uh, of the best Metroid games are 2D. Like, five years ago, you were paying, like, full price for a 2D Mario game. Why is it such an issue with Metroid? It's like, uh Hell, even with Castlevania. Like, if we got a new 2D Castlevania, I'd be over oh, the fucking be, moon. And... I'd be psyched. I haven't played many Castlevania games, but those are always fun of what I have played. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. No, I... I, I I've full agreeance. I don't know what the hell is going on with, with people and stuff like that. I just just one of those things and I, I don't know. It, it's 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 strange. It's really one of those things where I, I'm just I'm never going to explain it. I'm never going to understand why. And the funny thing is, is you always hear all this complaining and then like a week after the game comes out everyone just they still paid for it and stuff like that even though they complained and bitched about it and stuff like that. I'm like bitch you don't even mean what you say. <laughs> There's a lot of people that like talked about how bad Sword and Sword and Shield is, and I'm like, I get it's not the best Pokemon game of all time, but it was still fun. It's not it's, exactly what you want, but it's still en- it's get ex- still enjoyable. Yeah, that was my whole thing about it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe as as some as someone who didn't play a Pokemon game in, since like I guess Black and White technically. Uh, to Sword and Shield, I was just like, I was, I was, I was very happy with with Sword and Shield. Yeah, I haven't played much since. I think I think I played for a few days after the Crown Tundra came out, which is like the the latest one that I had like the Dynamax raids or whatever, so you can catch the legendary Pokemon. And that's mm-hmm. about much I've touched it since. I don't know. Okay. Go back to shiny hunting one of these days, maybe. I I shiny hunted a uh, uh, an obstagoon because it looks like toothpaste. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and a T-tar because you know shiny T-tar, even though it looks almost no different from the original T-tar, I he's my favorite. <laughs> Look, if they're ever like one yeah. decided to make like a Pokemon Go or like a like a let's like a, another Let's Go or whatever for like the Johto region, one of them yeah. has got to be Let's Go uh, Larvitar or whatever. I will I I will pay out the moon for that. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know what the other Pokemon would be that you'd go. It'd be like Let's Go Shuckle. <laughs> Cause you don't you don't fuckle with that chuckle. I'd be down. Let's. You, you don't fuckle with that chuckle. <laughs> uh. Quick, what's what's your favorite region in all in Pokemon? But like, what fa- what's your favorite generation? I don't know. Say one anyway. The first one, I guess. That's right, the one that's I have the most nostalgia for. Mine was always Johto. I don't know. I like the I like the second generation mainly because a lot of my favorite Pokemon are from that generation. Like 
Typhlosion and uh, Larvitar and stuff, or and Larvitar and Tyranitar and stuff like that. Yeah, I get that. Oh, and uh, and Ampharos, just because he was always my favorite. What the hell is that? <laughs> Look, you don't fuck with that chuckle. Is all I'm trying to say. Gibble can't fuck with that. <laughs> I'd say, okay, we're we gotta look. I gotta look at what region this game takes place in. Let's see. What game is it? Uh, Gale of Darkness. That's always been my favorite Pokemon game. Darkness? I've never even heard of it. Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness? The GameCube one? No, I've never heard of this, honestly. It's really good. That's a game where I first uh, discovered my favorite Pokemon, Ralts. Nice. Ooh, which region is he from? Ralts? That would be the Hoenn region, so that'd be Gen 3. Okay, so Hoenn is my favorite region then. Nice. I guess. That's a good one. That was where I, I said if they ever wanted to stop making Pokemon, that would be like the best place to stop making Pokemon. Yeah. Like that if they had cut it off right there and made like that, that's that's all of Pokemon and stuff like that. I think that would have been a really good game series to have. Obviously, Pokemon makes too much money to uh yeah. oh i do remember this game now yeah i remember i remember it specifically because of the black lugia on the front of it this fucking was always cool. loved this game as a kid played played it so often oh yeah yeah the one it's became a pokemon podcast all of a sudden <laughs> yep i mean that's what it was bound to be anyway that's true honest with ourselves. <laughs> Did you ever play uh what was it? Pokemon Rangers where you just like capture them with like a with like a uh, like a Beyblade? <laughs> no, no, I've never played that. I've oh, heard of it. It's but... it's so fucking weird. Like <laughs> Did you ever play any of the uh what the mystery dungeon games? No. I oh. aside from the main games, I don't think I've played any other ones aside from like Snap, the Coliseum games obviously. Mystery Dungeon is is a weird, I what what it's like a dungeon crawler, like game and stuff like that. They were like not particularly. It, 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 the premise of the games were always weird because it's like you basically went to sleep one day and then you woke up as a Pokemon. <laughs> That'd be horrifying. <laughs> and what? like all and like you're a part of like these rangers that like go out and rescue Pokemon that are trapped in caves and stuff like that. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this game? But that was the whole premise of the game, and you, and you you and like your partner or whatever would always set out to be the best uh, Pokemon Rangers you possibly could be. I mean, I'd like to play a game where I have a fucking existential fucking crisis when I become <laughs> a Pokemon. It's like, oh my god, what happened? What's going on with my current body? Did I die? Did I die? Is this hell? Oh. Do you? Oh God! This is this is a weird tangent that I don't know why I thought of this, but do you ever remember the episode in Yu-Gi-Oh where Tristan loses his like body because he lost like a duel or whatever, and he, and gets he becomes put like in, a robot and he put, monkey. Gets put in the robot monkey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he has like this existential crisis, like he's made a monkey out of me. <laughs> I bet this will be both memorable and hilarious. Oh God. 
but it's what a time. Uh, now, here's a question for you. If you were forced to be any one Pokemon, which Pokemon would you be? That's a good question. Uh, and gonna... you couldn't be evolved. I'm oh, going to make that be you, have to be, you have to be base Pokemon, because oh, that's you... how they all start out. You can't be a base Pokemon, and you can't evolve? No, you would... Uh, so you would have to... You could evolve eventually, oh. but you would have to start out as a base Pokemon at the very oh. least. You know, I would say Larvitar, but Pupitar is just a piece of shit that I I, I can't because it, you're just like a cocoon. Well, like, you, you, well, you don't even get thing. to like, walk. Everyone's, everyone's obviously going to go for like the cool ones. Like, oh, I want to be Lugia. I want to be Charizard. I want to be like fucking Typhlosion and all this shit. It's like, no. Nah. No, nah, every, every Pokemon has to start somewhere. So you could eventually be Tyranitar. That's what I mean. Like, I, if, I, if, I, if, I, a, if I started Larvitar. as Larvitar, then I'd have to go to Pupitar, and Pupitar is such a piece of shit and can't even walk around. <laughs> He's basically a cocoon. <laughs> and I'm like, so basically I sit there for like, what is it, thirty, almost 30 levels, basically, or like 25 levels or something like that, and, I, and I'll yeah. roll around until I'm finally a Tyranitar, and I'm just like, and then I'd be like, oh yeah, I'd be living life, but I feel like for those 30 levels, I'd fucking want to kill myself. <laughs> it, it, even, uh, even with some Pokemon, it seems like, uh, like leveling, like, evolving is almost a curse, because say you start out as a Weedle or something like that, Oh god! then you start out as a Kakuna, and the few appendages that you did have, all gone now. Yep. You have to, like, roll around and bounce around. Oh, man. Uh, this doesn't sound worth it. No. No, it does not. <laughs> just like It's just like getting from place to place is now just such a strenuous such thing. Such a hassle. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, just let me lay in my bed and remind me of what I could be. And so like, maybe that'll motivate me to be to be a Tyranitar so I can walk around and do my signature move, which is Hyper Beam, even though I'm a physical attacker. <laughs> do you ever find that funny that the, that Tyranitar's like signature move in the anime and stuff like that is Hyper Beam, yet he's yeah. not a special attacker at all? <laughs> I always find that I always find that funny. Another rule: you can't be a legendary. Oh yeah. Also, also getting rid of that. Can can, can you? I mean, technically, Tyranitar is a pseudo legendary. So, could you could you be a pseudo legendary? Yes, I'm gonna lie. Uh, like, if anything that's not like you know, fucking Palkia, Lugia, Arceus, that shit. Oh, you don't want to be the god of all is, Pokemon. Uh, I'm not saying I don't want to. <laughs> I'm saying I'm not going to make that an option for uh, for this scenario, at least. That's fair. That's fair. <sighs> what would you pick? Would you pick Ralt? No. No? Because I, I don't want to be Ralt. I want to love him and protect him. Uh, so Honestly, I think I think I might either... I would either want to be like a Mudkip or a Toto to dial, I think. Dude, hell yeah. If I want if I'm going to be a Pokémon, I want to be pro, I want to be like awesome like those guys and then just evolve to be more awesome. Nice. Yeah. Nice. My only my other thing would probably be the I always forget the name of the bird that the Corviknight evolves into. I forgot what what was that? I forgot what that uh 
that Pokemon is the first evolution of Corviknight. Because I think being a steel bird would be fucking dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Looks like his. Oh, here we go. Either is the second one. You, you would want to be Rookity. Rookity, that's you right. know what? I'm. I can actually fuck with this. I like this. Well, knowing that one day I'd be a Corviknight and I'd be a Steel Bird and be badass is all hell. Yeah. I could be. Okay would you want to be an Igglybuff, knowing that one day you get to be a Jigglypuff? <laughs> uh, I'd be like a Happiny, so one day I know I have a. I have. A, I'm. I'll be a Blissey, so I have an egg. <laughs> and I'd be like, "Have I am the Pokemon with the most health in the game?" Woo! I think that's still true. Honestly, I think Blissey still has the highest base health in all of Pokemon. That's crazy, dude. Wait, no, I, I can't believe I've been forgetting about him. I could, I would want to be Frank. <laughs> What's his name? Rollo Rowlet. or whatever. Rowlet. Rowlet. Okay, <laughs> but you would never it... want to evolve, right? Though. Yeah, you're best at your base form. That's the greatest thing about him. So every time you feel like you're about to evolve, would you just say, no, no, yeah, stop it. I don't want this. I am Frank. (laughs) So (laughs) just just imagine if your Pokemon, like the Pokemon would only ever say what you nicknamed them. So if like if like you were like if you were nicknamed Frank, would you go wrong going Frank, Frank? Frank? <laughs> no, uh, no. You see, other Pokemon, they all do that. I would be the standout. I would be sitting next to like a row of Rowlets. They'd be like Rowlet, 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 Frank. Or would you be like uh, Meowth and just teach yourself English because you know apparently Pokemon are smart enough to do that? Be like Team Rocket's Meowth, where he taught himself English so he could talk to talk to them. I would want a deep voice as that Rowlet, though. Just drop a. Uh, drop a fish on a random group of like Pokemon trainers. Be like, eat. You need to eat to live. Fly you'd be, away. You'd be like, like this. this. You'd be. You'd be. Well, hold on. I, I messed up. You'd be like this, where you would just talk like this the whole time and yes. stuff like that, and then now we go probably. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes. That 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 is that is what you would do. <laughs> oh yeah. Well this turned into an interesting Pokemon uh talk. Yep. I guess, you know, twenty fifth what is it, twenty fifth anniversary for Pokemon? Mm-hmm. This year? Oh hey. Good good on you, Pokemon. Yep. Even if I didn't give a, I give you a lot of shit, I, I didn't give you, I didn't really care about you for a lot of years. Good for you. <laughs> so one of those things, you know, is like we all. I feel like we all grew up with Pokemon. We were like the generation that basically grew up with Pokemon. Yet I, I, I had such a disconnect with Pokemon after so long. I was just like, nah, I can't. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, I mean, you know, I kind of like it again. I mean, obviously, with some people, it stuck or it stuck with them oh, yeah. because, yeah. Some people absolutely love Pokemon to death. Um, I don't know. It just it just kind of lost my interest after a while of the games. I didn't feel like were very good, and I didn't like what they were doing with some of the Pokemon. Like when they when they introduced like was it uh, 
mega evolutions of Pokemon, I was just like, this is too weird. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> and now they've released like a weird gimmick for the past three or four games now, pretty much. Like started with uh, Gigantamax or started with Mega Evolutions. Then there was like X and Y Evolutions or something like that. XC's Evolutions. X- yeah. yeah. Now X- there's Gigantamax. And now all there's this like shit. Gigantamax and Dynamax and stuff like that, which is like a gimmick that will only stick around for this. Op- very obviously. That That's the that, I think that's a big problem that I have is that it's only sticking around for these games. Like if they carried over, like, OK, maybe sure. But like at, even if you uh, like if you go into like the newer Pokemon games and like like if I get Gar- uh, get Gardevoir up to like big form and I will like, OK, I want a Mega Evolver now. Well, you can't. It's it's the not the game where you can do this. Like it's a brand new Pokemon game. I yeah, excuse yeah. me if I don't get it like it, that just seems dumb. It seems dumb to have a universe where only in like certain times do certain things exist. It's like this is far. It, this is like farther along in time. But all of a sudden, like Mega Evolving is gone now. Like Xyz evolutions are gone now. And now we have this Gigantamax thing, which is also going to just go away eventually. I don't know. Yeah, I agree with that. It, it's, it's weird. Um, yeah. Something I was going to say, but I forgot what it was. Mm. Oh, have you ever, uh, have you ever looked, there's a competitive Pokemon for, for a while. That's like not necessarily through sword and shield. There's it's through like this emulator, um, on a certain website. I forget what it is. Um, but it's like it has all the Pokemon basically, all level fifties with like a certain moveset and stuff like that. And so people all and then people like pick a pick party of sixes and stuff like that. And you get one mega evolution and I think one XY evolution uh as well. So it's basically like incorporating multiple multiple generations of like these gimmicks and stuff like that. In incorporating them in competitive uh Pokemon battles. Okay, so I, I was, I was I interested if you that. ever saw that. I don't know what I don't remember what it is, but I know it exists. I saw the mod that turns all the Pokemon into anime girls. There's I've played that. Yeah. What about uh, what was the, the Pokemon R or something like that? Was that what it was? Pokemon H? No H. That's H. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is just H's. Yeah. Well, well there was also like Salty's another like so good. There was also like another funny mod where it was like po- it was like Pokemon Silver, but it was it was it was basically translated from Vietnamese to English. And I want to point out that Pokemon uh, a potion in from Japanese from just taking the base Pokemon and translating it to Vietnamese and then translating it back to English. Potion is drugs. <laughs> So at the start, when they give you your first potion, it's uh, it's uh, you got drugs. <laughs> it's really funny. Uh, I, is that the same one where they're like, "Hello, welcome to Elf's world." I believe if these so, are monsters. They existed everywhere. Yep, I think I think that's exactly what it is. Okay. 
Ooh, it's really funny. It's like, I remember watching somebody play through that, and I was just like, this is hilarious. Yeah. I think I think even when you black out, it just goes, fuck! Ah. <laughs> uh. And just and just think, Nintendo wants to shut all those all those ROMs, all those things down. I don't get that. I get like they want to keep making money off their old IPs, you know, the ones they're not using or re-releasing at all. Yeah, it's it, just if you want to people to not emulate them, put them on the Switch or something. Uh, it, I don't it, get. I I also think it would be. Imagine how awesome it would be, like, if Nintendo all of a sudden, like, it would obviously be bad for, like, their online scene, but, like, if they added, like, mod support for some of their games, I think that'd be really cool, honestly. Yeah, I just don't ever see it happening. It It's never, ever going to happen. Absolutely not, but... Huh. Be an interesting thought to see what would happen, though. Or, yeah. I mean, I feel like we kind of know what would happen, but... And I feel like so does Nintendo, <laughs> and that's why they don't do it. It's it's not going to happen, but it'd be cooler if they did. Would. But then they'd have to, like, care about their the people who make it other than them just buying it. <laughs> Which yeah. is sad to say, but I feel like it's 100% true. Would they try the paid mods thing that uh, fucking... That what, uh, Fezda tried? Yeah. I feel like they would. I don't like to say that, but they would. That's absolutely what they would do. Do you think that ever comes back and like not with like a better, like a like a better variation potentially with it? Possibly. I think if it's gonna happen, it's not gonna be Bethesda that tries it though. Oh, hundred percent. But because like I feel like if they specifically were to try something like that. People would bring up the old like paid mods thing and they'd get a lot of backlash for it. So. So yeah. maybe not them, but someone else, like maybe Ubisoft or Activision tries that in the future. Maybe I just don't would know. Have to be... I, I just don't know what other like big games have like such a huge modding community other than like Fallout games and uh, Skyrim and like uh, the Elder Scrolls games and stuff like that. I don't know of any other games that have a bigger community than that. Halo does sort of a lot of that. That is just like fan made games. There's SPV three and obviously cursed Halo, which are the uh, big ones. Mm-hmm. And while I hear that MCC supports them, they haven't really gone like full in on it. I wish they would. I wish they would. Like if I could go on MCC and play SPV three, that'd be awesome. I'm really, really terrified of launching that, though, out of fear of getting banned. It, it it's it sounds silly, especially when so many people have streamed like Cursed Halo. But mm-hmm. I just have the worst feeling that's what would don't, happen. Don't they always play the like offline? Like, isn't there a way to turn your MCC off on like offline or something like that? Turn anti-cheat off. Yeah. Yeah, you turn you off your like anti-cheat so you don't get banned for it. Yeah. I also think you just can't ever click on your multiplayer when you're running with those mods. Otherwise, yeah, oh, you're yeah, going to get banned. Absolutely. Never, never hit your multiplayer on that. <laughs> oh. I wonder what other like companies have like huge modding scenes aside from like Bethesda, though. That's yeah. true. I, it, it's like it, Bethesda it, and Nintendo are the big ones. Yeah, that's what I, like. that's what I always wonder. I was like, it, what you're what you're saying is absolutely true. Like what other thing 
like what other company would want to do it and i'm just like i don't know another community that's like big on modding other than like bethesda games with fallout and and uh skyrim or elder scrolls or whatever i guess gta potentially like Mm, potentially just i feel like there's like a lot of things that you could do with it because i feel feel like like a lot of the a lot of the vehicles they've added later on in the game were a result of people just modding the game. They're like enjoying them. Yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting, interesting thought that if uh, mods ever get paid, I mean, how is it for anyway? Like if people are making mods, they just basically get backed by anyone that wants to donate to them to see their creation or whatever. That pretty, pretty much is how it works. I guess like GoFundMe's and Kickstarters and stuff like that. Yeah. Patreons. Interesting question for you is, do you think that if, uh, like, if, if paid mod, do you think paid mods themselves were the problem? Or do you think it was more problematic the way that Bethesda approached them? I'll be honest with you, I don't know much about what went wrong with that, with that paid mod thing, so I'm not sure. From what I can tell, the biggest issues that people had were that um, a lot of the mods themselves, apparently, uh, the, the first group of them were created by Bethesda. There was a really weird sign-up process to be like accepted into this. And I think I think it was like a 60-40 split between like Bethesda and the uh, creators or whatever. Let me see if I can find anything on that. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot to take um, for uh, from the modder. Basically, it's like maybe you know, obviously take some of it, but to take forty percent is a lot. Don't 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 uh, like that's just me spitting things. Yeah, out. I know. I can't but, confirm but that. Theor- theor- theoretically, like if it, if there was like a big cut of it or whatever, like that, obviously that is a big issue. I don't know. I mean, I'm looking on Reddit right now. People don't seem to. Hmm. The people don't seem to be having a issue with it, uh, because it's a conflict of interest. If they exist simultaneously with free versions, who would want to pay for the paid ones, leading to possibly ca- catastrophic decisions like an attempt to take down free mod websites to protect profit revenues? Yeah. It- Yes, because we should pay for more shit when we buy a game. They should follow Take Two's footsteps. Maybe sell a Tamriel credit card for the Elder Scrolls Six. Fucking genius. Uh, I know about that one. Yeah, I mean, eh, let let's put it this way: if they had like a mod store and they let it be regulated by the community, say that they had like bigger, more expensive mods and like smaller like free mods and to just allow the people that are making them to set the prices for them i could get behind that i think yeah that's fair it's like oh you know you get these like quality of life kind of mods that are like pretty easy to do and stuff like that and then yeah. there's like big full conversion mods or big expansion mods or whatever mm-hmm. yeah I, it's one of those things that i feel like it was a good idea in theory, but it w- in in actuality, it was not done well. Yeah. So, 
I think eventually I think it'll come back around, but as it, as it sits right now, I feel like if you're interested in the mod, you'll just support the modder. Um, yeah. And just donate to their Patreon or whatever, GoFundMe, whatever, Kickstarter. Stuff like that. I think they're kind of okay with that. Yep. Hmm. That was an interesting conversation that came out of nothing. <laughs> How did we get on that again? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Oh yeah, Pokemon H. I forgot about that. And oh, yeah. uh and the the anime girls one. And then I kind of just went, did I do that? I don't know. It's weird. Oh well. I was it was just it's always interesting to f- try and figure out like where uh where conversations started from, and you you always can never seem to yeah. remember where they started. You think they're ever gonna do a lore thing for missing now? Like, are they ever gonna capitalize on that? Yeah, they'll capitalize it about as much as they've had with uh, me underneath the truck. <laughs> oh man. It's why I love older games. It's like, oh man, even like that glitch obviously was in the game and stuff like that. And they just like, there's no way of taking it out at this point. It's just, it's a part of the game. Oh man. Missing no. What a a time. It turns out that he's actually the god of all Pokemon. We all thought it was Arceus. And it turns out that he is like the, that Missing No is the creator of all Pokemon and all of existence and time. This Pokemon was supposed to exist, but he doesn't anymore. Why he's missing no. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Alright. Uh so I got one last thing to talk about. And we're already like an hour and twenty in, so what the hell's happening? <laughs> no way. Yes, way. I don't oh yeah. Uh-huh. An hour <laughs> and twenty minutes. You're exactly right. Uh so one last thing I want to do before we call it uh is Cal uh, so Currently, you know, we all know about the Activision Blizzard stuff that's going on right now. And don't forget that that's happening and stuff like that. Just because all of a sudden Activision puts out this... What, what, the, what was the new Call of Duty game called or whatever? Valorant or something like that? Yeah. And everyone just like, uh, yeah, Vanguard. Call yeah. It, Vanguard. Yeah, Valorant's a Riot game. Uh, but everyone's just like, yay, Call of Duty and stuff like that. No. <laughs> don't forget about this. This is still important. So, but on top of that, so California claims Riot is delaying its sexual harassment investigation. This is the same, it's the state of California, the same, uh, same department as well that's was filing, is currently filing for that lawsuit against Activision Blizzard is now investigating Riot Games. Actually, they've been investigating Riot Games for the past, I think they said six months or something like that. Yeah. And this... Uh, yeah. Some, I don't know. Either way, it's been it's been a little bit, but they claim that Riot's basically delaying a lot of things because they're not allowing them to talk to uh, employees or former employees of Riot to talk about any potential abuse or sexual harassment going on in the workplace. Which, if you remember. Back in 2018, there was a big thing similar to what what Activision Blizzard is going on, that there was a culture of harassment, the frat boy type things, not to the, maybe not to the extent of 
Activision Blizzard, but it was up there. I'll, I, if, to remember to remind you that, and then I think they said like six months ago or something like that at this point that it basically came back up again for Riot. Um, so clearly it's being an issue, and California and the state of California wants to make sure that you know it's not continuing. In, is yeah. why they're doing this investigation. So that makes a lot of sense if you ask me. So, do you think they made the changes that they needed to? No. All right. If 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 the past has shown me any, like I'm sure they've made some, like some things better, but I guarantee you a lot of the big things have not been done, or they pretend that they've been done, yeah. and stuff like that because. Clearly what we've seen, especially with all the shit from Activision Blizzard, is that some companies don't even feel like it's a problem. Like, they, they, they're so oblivious that it's an, it's even happening. Well, it's been normalized in the industry for so long. Exactly. That's why they're the so problem. oblivious. Yeah. So they want to make sure that it's not happening and stuff like that. So, um... And then going back to the thing... Going back to the uh, thing uh, with Riot... Eight, like six months ago, there was approximately a hundred women uh, that were under the were under the lawsuit that ha- were settled. It was settled behind closed doors. The thing that remember uh, also Activision Blizzard's trying its employees are trying to get rid of so that way that these things can't be swept under the rug like this. Mm-hmm. This is exactly why, um, because we don't know what they all got. It, it's undisclosed and everything like that. There was. And there's no way for us to really find out, unfortunately. Um, if the state of California ever gets their hands on it, they will know. And I bet you they'll make it public, especially if it wasn't fair to the women. Mm-hmm. 100%. So, but it, it's Riot's been just delaying all of this, putting out all the things and stuff like that. They've claimed that they have done no such thing. But if if I know anything... like. If I know anything about the about this company and and stuff like that, they've had a past history of this stuff. I would not, and I I'd love to give them the benefit of the doubt, but I'm just not in the I'm just not in this case. They've had a history of it, and I don't think they've learned from it. And like you said, it, it's kind of been normalized in not even just video game, not even just video game industries, just industries everywhere, that, like stuff like that. And so many people seem non-content to fix it. The, the problem I've been having is it, a lot of these companies are how easily they're able to just brush a lot of this shit off. It's in, in, insulting almost. It's like the Activision Blizzard stuff like that. Uh, uh, like going back to that, that's fairly recent. I think we mentioned earlier in the podcast, like. All they really had to do was release a trailer for the Diablo 2 remake and Call of Duty Vanguard and bring up Activision Blizzard. That's all people are talking about. Which is similar to what I saw when I was looking through headlines and stuff like that. I saw three headlines uh, when I was looking through stuff. One was about about Call of Duty. One was about Diablo 2. Apparently the Diablo 2 remake, you can play the first two chapters absolutely free right now. Or first two acts or whatever. And then there was a Hearthstone uh, thing and stuff like that about things about nerfs and stuff like that. It's like, it just seems like everyone's kind of forgotten about it. 
So, let's not forget about it, and let's hold these piece of shit uh, managers and uh, executives responsible and stuff like that. Yeah, at, at the end of the day, we'll, we can do all that we can. It just is, it's depressing to me because it, I feel like no matter how much, how much I speak up about it, it's never really going to change because the general public just doesn't seem to see the problem. Yeah. And with the, a lot of these companies, that's all they're really focusing on. Uh, uh, like, they, they're not going to see any motivation to, uh, like, change anything in any way, like, especially if you're going to just keep supporting them anyway. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's, it's so, so frustrating. Yep, it, it is. It's, it's infuriating, and I, I'm just like, man, if if we all held them accountable, this like this industry would be amazing and stuff like that. And I think I and I think I said it as well when we were talking Activision Blizzard. It's it's amazing to me that an industry that encourages diversity, that encourages all of this stuff, equality and and stuff like that in a lot of games, especially like a lot of single player games and, um, you know, and stuff like that. That how it it, it can be so blatantly just just shitty <laughs> and stuff like that like i don't know like we always talk about how like a game like like horizon basically can empower can like empower women and stuff like that to you know be like that badass like that badass woman and stuff like that but then you go to the real world and they're getting abused and underpaid and and stuff like that and i'm sitting here going how does this happen no one wants to fix it everyone's so eager to ignore it because they, at the end of the day, they're still getting that that game that they love. This this almost fake empowerment, kind of. Uh, yeah, because yeah, you have all these things, but when you really look at the world around you, and you're so content to ignore the actual problems that are that exist and are there. Like like, what are you doing? Things aren't things aren't getting better. I know it's so it's always a strange thing. It's always a strange thing to me as like, I don't, I just don't know how, especially, especially video games can promote something like that. And then completely be the opposite in real life. When you look yeah. at these like developers, it's, it's wild. So, yeah. So the only thing I wanted you to take away from this is that this shit still happens and it's not just Activision Blizzard again. And it's not just Riot Games. Stuff like that. I guarantee it's a lot of other companies that are hiding in the shadows that are probably quaking in their boots because they're seeing all this happen and stuff like that. I hope they are at least. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and let's just not forget about it and stuff like that. I really do hope that when the new Call of Duty comes out that it does not sell as nearly as as well as they hope and shows that some people that were Call of Duty fans and stuff like that should are turned off by this. Yeah, are turned off and appalled by it, and they won't support it. Uh, I saw I saw a tweet a while ago. I think it was first brought up by someone else, and then Paris commented on it. But that's how I figured out about it. And we always talking about it's a difficult decision to make because obviously you want to like praise all the devs that didn't do 
fucking anything to anybody, but worked hard to make an excellent product. At the same time, you struggle because you don't want to reward a company that's allowed this stuff to happen. And you're caught in this weird in-between. It's like, what am I supposed to do then? Yeah. I, it, it comes down to that, I, I, that, yeah, you hope you hope the best for the people that were, that this, they didn't do this and stuff like that, that they, that they basically sat down, they did their job and tried to do their best and stuff like that and didn't really get involved in all of this and maybe didn't even know what was happening. I don't know. But... I don't know. It comes. It, it at some point it comes down to that. To for a greater purpose to be done, some sacrifices are meant, and it's not like and it and it sucks to be that person that is sacrificed and stuff like that. It does. Yeah. But it's just it's what ha it, what has to happen. Um, well, that means you get out of there or you get fired and stuff like that. I don't know, and that's that's a tough one. But I, I think I think we said it. I think we I think we said it when we were talked about Activision Blizzard the first time. It's like we, or at least I, I as like I will not support a company that's shitty, even if a lot of the devs weren't responsible for this, or a lot of the people that made the games weren't responsible for this. But until it, until justice is done, or these people are held accountable for their actions, I will not support this. If they show that they that they are apologetic and do justice right and stuff like that, then of course I will, I will, so I will play, I'll play WoW, I don't, I'll play Diablo, fuck. Uh, because at that point, you know they're doing the right thing. Yeah. It's it just when nothing is done, like, like I've seen it Riot Games, where I was just like, I, I went back, I played some TFT, we both played TFT, we used to play it after the podcast every day, every week almost, and stuff like that, and it was a lot yep. of fun. But then the whole thing happened, and I'm like, so I I learned I was like clearly Riot doesn't care to fix the problem and stuff like that, and they're just going to continue going on doing what they do best and just ignore it. And I was just Thanks. like, all right, bye bye. You ain't get you ain't getting any any more uh, any more uh, game time on me. You're not getting any more money off of me anymore. I just I'm I'm done. I'm done with you, Riot. As much as I, I, I've had a recent, I've had a recent urge to play a MOBA again and stuff like that. Yeah. And I wanted to go back to playing League because I know, I at least somewhat know League and stuff like that. But I can't force my, I can't force myself because I just think about all the shit that Riot's done. And I'm just like, and continues to do. This, this does not help their image. Like this whole thing about the, like the delaying the, this investigation and stuff like that and making it hard for these investigators to talk to employees and former employees. It's not good it means that you've done stuff wrong you know you've done stuff wrong and you're trying to weasel your way out of it continue doing stuff wrong yeah so there's that yeah so i don't know it's one of those things that's why i was like the league will continue to be as big as it is as long as people continue to support it unfortunately it's one of the bigger games out there and then with riot constantly expanding with valorant and legends of runeterra tft stuff like that it's yeah it's a, it's a tough tough slope to climb well that was a kind of a depressing way to uh to, to end that
Well, we can always talk about something else. <laughs> I'd be happy to go back to the lasagna discussion. Oh my god! You st- no, we're not doing the lasagna. Okay. How about if you uh, put a pizza on top of a pizza? Is it a calzone? <laughs> I mean, yes, that, that's the whole idea of a calzone, isn't it? Well, no, but it, you're not designing it to be a calzone. A calzone is a closed pastry. You're just putting a pizza on top of a pizza. Then. But isn't a calzone a rolled up pizza? What? Isn't isn't no. a calzone basically a rolled up pizza? Uh, not not exactly. But it ba- but in 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 ba- the, with the pure basics alone, that's what it is. It's a it's like a pizza pocket. But that's a folded so, up pizza. No, the interiors are the same. But the outside and the design is different. It's a unique thing. It's like a pasty. It's like a pasty, but with pizza insides. Oh, no. All right. Uh, there's, oh, God, there's one more. What was it? Um, I'm never going to remember. I'm never going to remember it. Dude, p- pasties are so good, though. There used to be this one paste. I think it's still around, thankfully. This one pasty shop that also has, like, Homemade French toast and stuff like that. No, cinnamon toast. Trenary toast. So good. Uh, oh, it's just like, I, I forget. There was one other one. I forgot what it was, though. It Was it Calzone related? No, it was, not Cal- it was not Calzone related. Unfortunately, it was not. Okay. Uh, was it a gaming topic? I don't remember. I don't think it was. Do you know? You, okay, going back to one of our older things and stuff like that about the paid mods and stuff like that. Do you ever think Minecraft could ever have paid mods? Minecraft, considering that it already a lot has of, paid mods, doesn't it? Does it? Pretty sure. I don't know, honestly. I haven't looked into them enough. Hmm. But that's another game that has a huge modding community on top of it. Yep. Wow, that was. We did that. I was like, man, I can't believe you didn't think about that one. The first one, like that's like majority of people, what people think Minecraft is nowadays, just mods. Like, I don't, I can't, I, I don't know. A majority of people who've been playing Minecraft for years probably don't play vanilla Minecraft anymore. Yeah. Like there's, Dude, I'd like the mods. option to go back and play like the first version of Minecraft. Like, launch oh god i think that'd be a ton of fun that'd be interesting that'd be that'd be a time there are some games that do that that you can launch certain updates of mods and stuff or certain updates of the game and stuff like that dead cells added that not too long ago uh where you could play like the original original version of dead cells so maybe eventually we'll get that then it'd be interesting What other games would you want to play like that are like it's base game or whatever? A lot of people always like a lot of people always wanted like vanilla World of Warcraft or whatever the what became WoW Classic. So, yeah, I guess that I guess that would be it. But I don't know what other game I'd want to play that was like the basic of basic ones. Cyberpunk 2077. No, I don't think you wanted that one. Unless you wanted to I experience to just how, how bad some of the ports, uh, some of the the launch of it some was. Some of the issues were. That's oh, kind of yeah. why I want to play it. 
play it on the base PS4 and see and watch and play a PS2 game. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you you see like Best Buy was selling the PS4 and Xbox One versions for like $10 a piece. I did see that. I was just like, "Wow, that is huh. Hey, if it gets people to play the game." Sure. I feel like that's what a lot of people are waiting for are, are waiting for at this point is just Cyberpunk to go on sale for some crazy ridiculous sale. So that might have been it. I don't know. Didn't they just do a new update for it too? I think I saw on like on the gaming subreddit or whatever this morning that a version 1.3 came out for it or something like that. Maybe. Still updating. Let's see. I mean, good for them at the very least. Yeah. Cyberpunk. Doesn't also the new Witcher, like the new season of The Witcher start soon? Oh, yeah. On, season on Netflix. Two. Yeah. I think let's start this holiday. I know I know nothing other than Henry Cavill is Geralt or whatever. And there's like a scene where he turns around. And he goes, fuck. <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 patch 1.3 is here. Includes free and DLC and fixes for nearly 100 quests. It launched wow. for consoles, PC, and Stadia. Dude, oh, nice. wonderful. Remember, Stadia was the best place to play Cyberpunk for a while there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So you get uh, cosmetics and shit. Where's that multiplayer they were talking about? They said that was probably going to be like, what, a year? I guess it has been maybe a year after the launch, right? But It's getting to that point. Uh, yeah, that, that is very true, honestly, actually. Huh. Well, they said it was a year after, but I I bet you they weren't expecting to fix this many bugs. So it's probably going to be a little longer then. I suppose so. Oh, Cyberpunk 2077 multiplayer reconsidered, possibly delayed or canceled. Yeah. Instead, it's focused on bringing on online into all of its franchises one day. That's fair. Okay. I don't know. For a game like Cyberpunk, I feel like it was almost made for multiplayer, being a shooter. Yeah, that's why I was just like, I was surprised they didn't do it initially. But then again, I I don't think CD Projekt Red's really known for multiplayer. They're not, but so it it just would have been a good game for it. I guess. Yeah. I guess that's, that's why I think they're they were going to add it eventually. But yeah. Obviously, there was a lot more. There was a lot more problems with the game than we first realized. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's been canceled. Oh well. One day, maybe. One day. Hey, if 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 you believe if you believe what people are saying that it's gonna be a No Man's Sky type thing where they'll support this for the next like five six years, continually updating it, making it better. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Uh. Uh, well, I ain't got much. Got anything over there? No. How we just pulled Cyberpunk out of our ass. We <laughs> did. We also pulled Pokemon out of our ass pretty much too. And then we also pulled... Well, the, no, there uh, was a story about that. Yeah, but then we kind of got off on tangents and stuff like that about Pokemon. But you're right. It, like, it yeah. was the main focus. But then there was like the modding 
thing and whatever that one that one came out of literally nowhere i don't even know where that came from i'll listen back to this and we'll we'll figure out where the hell that came from <laughs> oh yeah wait that there is one more thing i forgot there's been a new update on the powerpuff girls tv show Oh, I thought you were going to talk about that. I, I, th I thought you were going to talk about how the Halo bots or AIs are like just as good as normal people. Oh, well, that's been known, but uh, main actress left Powerpuff Girls, whatever. You had me thinking about. Oh, God, there was something. I just had it. Shit. It's on the tip of your tongue. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I don't know. That's not coming back. Hmm. Well, oh yeah, Halo TV show. Oh, there's a Halo TV show. Yeah, we finally got a few new interviews on that. I'm remaining somewhat confident. I'm a little uh, on on the premise because they say it's going to present uh, the Master Chief that we're that we can't really play in the games and a different side to the Chief, which is a pitch that we were given for uh, Halo Four. And yeah, that did not the, work out. The, the face, the face says it all. It's just like, <laughs> okay. So I, I love every Halo game. They're all really good in my opinion. If I had to pick a worst one, though, that by far would be the worst. And it's known far and wide as the worst Halo game. Because while it does a good job of humanizing Chief, that's not exactly what people want, if that makes sense. I mean, Chief's just basically like this giant motherfucker that can seem to get out of it to survive any anything. Yeah. But, uh, like, he they're right. He is human, but if you really go into it and try to give him, like, this big... Add all these characteristics they didn't have before, if... It, you make these games like overly emo overly emotional in ways that just seem unnecessary. It's obviously not going to work out, which is Halo 4's biggest issue. While the story was good, it just didn't feel like you were playing as Master Chief, really. And if that's the way the television show goes, it's gonna see a lot of backlash. I feel like, and I and I don't want that that to happen. What gives me hope is that the lady that's making the Halo TV show is obviously very invested in the franchise. She's been working on it since Breach came out, and she's very involved in everything that's going on with like uh, everything that 343 has been doing. She's been an art director for the longest time, and obviously she's been doing really well because now she gets to make the new TV show. So Nice. I'm conflicted. I want to see and hear more before I draw any conclusions. What but, what game is it that the game ends with them taking off Chief's armor and stuff like that, and you can kind of see his face? That was Halo Four. Okay, because I I just remember what the the only thing I know about Halo Four is that like he's like walking into like thing to take off his suit or whatever, and like every scene or every like transition to the next scene i swear to god he looks bigger in every shot like he just gets taller and beefier in every shot i i, I don't know i can't explain that one <laughs> he, he's an old man by this point want to see what uh here i'll i'll show you apparently what he looks like i like it honestly kind of looks like uh yeah with like the the grayed out eyes or whatever or the black yeah. out eyes yeah Kind of like uh, 
more manly version of Harrison Ford, if that's even possible. A little bit, yeah. Very interesting, because it's like, how old is Chief? <laughs> that's a good question. I was like, cause if he's like, if he looks like an old dude, just from that, like the rendering and stuff like that, like how old is he? Or is it just like, he's just had so much wear on his he's body? He's not seven years old. Fuck me. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um... Oh, so he's 48. I could, I could believe that is a look for a guy that's like 48, kind of graying hair and stuff like that. Okay. I could believe that, considering he spends like all of his time in his suit. Surprised yeah, he isn't more like is, pale. Yeah. His birthday is March 7th, 2511. 2511. Hmm. So, plus four years. He's luckily around 40 or 42. So he's. Uh, he is biologically 48. Okay. Neat. All right. But when you told us that there was a uh, a Halo a Halo TV show, I'm like, but there already is. There's Red versus Blue. <laughs> I mean, there's other Halo things like uh, that's, that's more that's Dawn. a that's a fan creation though. <laughs> yeah. Not so much like you an must... official Halo official Halo things like done by like sponsored by like Microsoft or whatever. Yeah, we've had like other like Halo movies and live action series and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, like I said, there was uh Nightfall Forward Unto Dawn, Fall of Reach. Um obviously Halo Legends and this one is listing red versus blue. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Isn't uh was it was it Legend or what was the animated one that was like 15? Halo Legends. Yeah, it was Halo Legends. I remember watching that. I actually liked that series. It was really good, yeah. I always, my, my, me and my brother always laughed at this one moment where it was like Chief just got done like killing a bunch of grunts or whatever, and he was looked like all badass and stuff like that, and and he just like he like starts to like stand up or whatever, and he's like, all right, I've killed them all, and then all of a sudden you hear a grunt just running off in the distance, going, "He's a demon!" <laughs> and then he just like shoots him. No look, shoots the grunt or whatever, and I'm just like, that was funny. <laughs> Well, that's the thing that happens in the games, too. Oh, it's so funny. That, like, you'll approach a group of enemies and you'll just hear, like, a grunt go, It's a demon! Everyone run for your lives! <laughs> then there'll be, like, awesome points where you'll be, like, just uh, slowly running up to them and they'll just be running away with their arms flailing, not even trying to attack you. I always feel bad because you know they're just running for their lives, knowing they're gonna die at this point. Okay, then they're the ones that are just giving up all hope and pull out two grenades and start charging it. Yeah. A quick, quick question for you: Who would survive better in the other's universe, Doom Guy or Halo? Or Halo? If they flipped dimension, if they flipped re like uh, their games or whatever, do you th who would be who would adapt better? I think both would adapt just like almost equally fine, honestly. Who would be more of a badass, though? Do you think Doom Guy would be more of a badass than the Halo, or do you think uh, Master Chief would be just absolutely styling on demons? Yep, that's uh, that's the main character of Halo. His name is Halo. <laughs> oh, did I say did I say Halo and <laughs> Master Chief? Uh, 
Yes, the, uh, so, ha- the halo ring would just dunk on all those demons by just blowing up the. Isn't that the whole point of the the halo rings or whatever to be like this massive weapon or whatever? Yeah, that's a good question though. I definitely think Master Chief would have a harder time dealing with the Doom universe because of how much faster Doom guy moves and all these extra tools that he has at his disposal. Do I think I still think he'd I think like I said I still think he'd do fine, but oh, obviously yeah. Doom guy could adapt better. I feel like Doom guy if like if if like all their weapons also came with them and stuff like that, I'd like all these the 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 covenant would stand no chance. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of going back to that uh get at gamescom po- post they uh posted recently where it's like okay master chief versus kratos who wins and it's like okay well master chief is absolutely like peak humanity you don't get much stronger and smarter than him yeah at the same time kratos is a god he's he's literal god <laughs> and wiped out entire civilizations it's kind of an unfair comparison. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who wins though? Kratos or, Kratos or Goku? I, th- I I think that would be Goku, honestly. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> yeah. Look, they're both gods. They both achieved super like Goku's att- attained Super Saiyan God. <laughs> Who would be a good opponent for like Master Chief though? I don't know. They've already got the death battle between him and Doom Guy. I guess that so. would probably be like the next best thing because he's like also like the peak of humanity, right? Like he's like the always yeah. like the ones that's just destroying all the demons. Mm-hmm. And Master Chief won that. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Wait, you? Remember? I never. He I never right. watched much of the death battles. Let's see, Death Battle Master Chief. I want to fact check myself so I don't fuck. So I don't fuck up. Uh, let's see who wins. Who wins? Who wins? Skip to the end. Skip to the end. Ads go away. <laughs> Stinking YouTube ads. ads. Go away. Go away. <laughs> Damn it. They just—they—they they never end. Let's see. Uh, all right, there's. Or ads, stop it! Fuck. <laughs> oh my god. I hate this shit so much. I. Did <laughs> you get another one? Damn it. Okay, so. Oh, let's see. Okay, yeah, no, Doom Guy won. Wait, no, wait. <laughs> All right, now we need to know who won. Yeah, it was Master Chief. Okay. I'm going to take your word on that, and if you're wrong, you know. I can link the video if you want me to. Nah, I'm good. (laughs) But yeah. All right. Well, should we call it a day? It's almost been two hours. Yeah. Well, that was episode 52. That was the whole year. Of that's just a gamer talk minus the bonus episode we had for uh I think E3 when we were because we were going through every little bit of E3 at that point and I was just like because that was a lot of fun uh yeah. but yeah that's year one God we actually hit two hours 
Just about. Just about. So. Yeah, that's that's year one. What what excitements will year two have? Who the hell knows? I don't know. Maybe we'll actually um, uh, do some other stuff. <laughs> and I'll actually yeah, get around I mean, to doing the things that I want to do with this. But, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Life is busy. <laughs> but it, very, it, very true. It's true. It's like, oh, I, you know, I could sit down and do this. And, oh, and then it's just like, and then you're like, fuck, got to do all this other thing. I just want to go back to being a kid where you had all the time in the world playing all the video games you wanted to. You played through like all of the like the six hour games like about a th- 500 times or something like that. The weird conundrum. I remember back when I was a kid I, I was like, man, I can't wait to be an adult. I'm going to do such uh, cool shit all the time. And now as an adult, I was like, God, being a kid was fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> The, the the key of that is never get old. Yeah. Find the fountain of youth and just keep sucking it dry. <laughs> just suck it dry. That is a sentence. <laughs> but yeah, that's going to be all for us. Thank you all so much for watching, for listening. Uh, be sure to follow Tom Cruise. Can't lose at his Twitch channel. And be sure to follow uh, me, the gamer one, two, four. So you can, participate in the podcast we are live every wednesday around 6 p.m central standard time and uh yeah we'll look forward to what else we got in store what else we have to do otherwise we'll be live every week if we never get around to those things so yeah be sure to tell a friend do all the kind of good stuff that you know podcasters love and stuff like that and uh and share it because i always like to say maybe we can get this big enough where i can actually like do some stuff with it (laughs) And feel yeah. like I'm actually getting feedback, which would be really cool, then, but it happens. Uh, but yeah. We'll get there eventually. Eventually, you know. It might be like episode 600, but you know, it happens. Did you know that the RT podcast is almost at episode 600? No, that's crazy. Yeah, they've been doing it for almost 10 years, so maybe we'll be we'll, we'll go as long as they did. <laughs> or they I'd have. be down. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll do it for us. We'll see y'all next week for uh. Do I call it season two? Do we do seasons of this for every year? Every like fifty-two months, it's a season, or every two fifty-two weeks, it's an episode or a season. Hell yeah. (laughs) So we start season two. (laughs) Dude, we should totally do a thing where at at the end of each season we go back and like review how much how far we've come since the last season because obviously this is a major upgrade from where we were when we first started we talked about that at the beginning of the podcast yeah i kind of wanted to like try and go through again this is me trying to do extra stuff and like wanting to do this now that we're like we're doing like the first year or whatever like go back and pick out some of my favorite moments of all the podcasts or whatever and just kind of do it in a full compilation yeah I think that'd be fun, but I I just don't know if I'll have the time to ever do it. But well, I'll get maybe I'll get around to doing it. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, that'll be uh, all for us. See y'all next week. <laughs>